What's up, guys? Welcome to another UFC Quick Picks here on the Mayo Media Network. We have UFC Vegas this weekend. Song Yudong versus Chris Gutierrez in the main event. Down to 11 fights on the slate. As usual, I'm going to give you my favorite cash game play, tournament play, salary play, and a match by life from a DraftKings perspective. Before I do, please subscribe to the channel, like the video, and again, yeah, comment below. Let me know who your favorite underdog is on this slate. There's a few to choose from. We'll talk about a couple, but um, no no locks, far from it. So uh, if you can really nail that underdog, you're going to separate yourself from the field. Always interested to hear what you all have to say. All right, without further ado, let's get into my cash gameplay of the week, which is going to be Song Yudong at 9.2K. All right, in cash games, I like Song Yudong. I don't think that's a super hot take, though. In tournaments, I, I, I do... Wonder if coming in a little bit underweight on Yudong, who projects to be quite popular on this slate, is the right call, especially because you have Hyunsung Park at 9.5K, who projects well to win inside the distance early a lot of the time. Same with Tatsuro Tyra, a grappling-dependent fighter. And then below Song Yudong, you got Mzikyo uh, Costa, Cleo Roundtree, Jingyong Park. Um, fighters who definitely have finishing upside where it, Song Yudong does too, but his opponent, Chris Gutierrez, is quite decent as a distant striker. Doesn't really absorb many strikes per minute, only 2.73. Song Yudong only attempts about half a takedown, sorry, only lands about half a takedown per 15 minutes. So there is some world in which this is a distance fight, Song Yudong doesn't look to grapple and doesn't easily land on Gutierrez, who's going to mind his P's and Q's from distance. In which case, you got a lot of killers surrounding Yudong in this price range who have high ceilings, and I think that's an interesting route in tournaments. In cash games, though, I think you're taking the main event. 25-minute um, equity here. Song Yudong still minus 383 to win. He's minus 130 to win inside the distance. 25 minutes to work with. Um, there, There is some wrestling equity, although I don't think there's a guarantee. And, of course, he could win by knockout. Um, there's a, just a level of safety in 25 minutes compared to some of these other names, which are quite risky. Uh, we have limited samples on them, and... It wouldn't be shocking if, if those matches were potentially com more competitive than the line suggests. I, I think Gutierrez is live here, but Gutierrez is not at all likely to to win inside the distance if he wins at all. He's plus 675 to win inside the distance. The, the over three and a half rounds here is minus 145. So this projects to be an extended fight. And I mean, um, yeah, you may not get the domination, multiple knockdowns and a knockout like you got against Ricky Simone, 104 DraftKings points, or first-round KO, 104, 106 points against Morales. But Yudong should put up a pretty decent score over 25 minutes. Um, and I think he's a strong cash game option there at 9.2K. All right, moving on to my tournament play of the week. Got a roll with my boy Tim Elliott down there at 8.4K. He is taking this fight on very short notice, though, which is the downside here. He's only minus 123 to win. Um, and I, I do, I mean, I think this is a risky fight and a fight you should probably have exposure to both sides because his opponent, Sumidayergi, priced down at 7.1K, which was the price for the original matchup, um, is plus 107 to win. So you have a massive value there on Sumidayergi. And if this fight plays out in the feet, I think Sumidayergi probably probably lights Elliot up. 
um, potentially knocks him out. Elliott is, doesn't really lose by knockout, but um, he's been hurt at times, and Sumodayarji's a, a big fighter and a, a dangerous hitter. So going to have a long reach advantage over Tim Elliott. That's the concern. The, the, the upside is that Elliott likes to grapple aggressively. That's what he's going to come in here to do. He's had success doing it recently. And Sumodayarji is very bad off his back. He defends takedowns at 66%. Um, the defensive wrestling is not is not necessarily the issue. It's when he gets put on his back. Opponents are just like instantly transitioning to mount to the back, dominant positions. And I mean, he lost by triangle against Matt Schnell in his last fight after essentially knocking a guy out like multiple times. Schnell like barely conscious, running out there, landing takedowns, getting mount. Locking up a triangle choke. So if Elliot can wrestle at all and get on top of Sumo Diergy, he should rack up control time, ground strikes, probably find a submission along the way. Um, I think he has tremendous upside at 8.4K. One of my favorite tournament plays of the week. Of course, I'm always on Tim Elliott. And uh, Sumo Diergy, an obvious value target at 7.1K. So great fantasy matchup there. Next up, we have my salary play of the week. I'm going to roll the dice here on the preliminary opener here in Talita Alencar. Uh, she's plus 135 to win 7.9K against... I've, I've seen her name mentioned, pronounced a bunch of different ways. Ryan Amanda. Um, and I think it's fair to favor Amanda because she's the more well-rounded fighter, the better striker, black belt in jiu-jitsu, has fought better competition... And so if she just defends takedowns, outstrikes Alan Carr, that's fine. I mean, that's that's a very reasonable outcome. But Tilita Alan Carr is, is sort of Tabitha Ricci-esque in that she's pretty grappling dependent. Um, BJJ Black Belt herself has a deeper grappling pedigree than Amanda, and she'll be going for takedowns. Um, most of her wins come by submission. She landed four takedowns in two rounds on Dana White's Contender Series in a draw. She attempted 24 takedowns in that fight, which is just nuts. But that's what I love. We have a grappling-dependent fighter here who, if they win, if Alan Carr wins, it's coming from takedowns, control, ground strikes, and potentially a submission. And she's only plus like 400 to win inside the distance, so she doesn't rate out well. But I think the public's going to probably be off of her um, because of that. But like Amanda was submitted on the regional scene not that long ago. So I do think Alan Carr has very legitimate grappling upside. I'm not at all confident she wins the fight, but if this were a different situation and she's, you know, 9.2K at 45% ownership, then, you know, it, it, you kind of, um, you, it, it loses its luster a little bit, but people are not picking her to win. And while that, that may come to fruition because she's not fully developed, as a MMA fighter and um, Amanda's probably more well-rounded. I like the grappling dependency gives her a high floor and ceiling in a win at probably relatively lower ownership uh, because of these weak metrics that she has this week. So give me a, ch give me a, a chance on Alan Carr at 7.9 K. All right. Finally, my matchup of the week going with Junyoung Park versus Andre Muniz. Park is the favorite at minus one. 77 minus 170 Andre Muniz plus 146 and I, I think the most likely outcomes here are Muniz wins by submission in round one 
or Park wins by TKO in round two or three. Um, Muniz is just, again, very grappling dependent. I've talked, I've, I've not been too high on Muniz throughout his UFC career and I've been paid off on it recently. He's coming off two finished losses to Brendan Allen and Paul Craig. He's just, he's not a really good striker. He doesn't defend takedowns well. He doesn't have good cardio. He's, he's good on the ground. Um, but unless that submission comes quickly, it's just he doesn't really have a good enough process to his game to win rounds unless he's dominating you. Muniz might go out there and submit Jun Young Park early. He's 7.4K. I think that's he's kind of an obvious target there in the 7K range for if he wins. It's likely to come inside the distance. He'll likely top 90 to 100 points and contend for the optimal lineup. I do favor Park, though. Um, Park... It's just a really competent fighter, pretty well-rounded, defense takedowns at near 70%. Um, you know, he survived the grappling exchanges with Gregory Rodriguez. He sur- well, I guess he didn't survive against Anthony Hernandez, but he's fought some aggressive grapplers before. Um, and he can give up takedowns, but he does scramble up pretty well. And then he's just, he fights at a much higher pace than Muniz. So if Muniz doesn't get him out of there early, Park's going to probably tag him up, potentially take him down. Um, and I think find the finish along the way. Park is minus, sorry, plus 110 to win inside the distance. Muniz plus 275. That fight's minus 200, ends inside distance overall. Really strong fantasy matchup to target. All right, guys, that's it for this week's UFC Quick Picks. Thank you again for the support. You can follow me on Twitter, Bradley, dailyfanmma.com for all your DraftKings breakdowns needs. Best of luck this week, and we'll talk to you all soon. Peace.